songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this episode, I am joined by my co-host, uh, my guest co-host today. I'm so glad she is here. You know her. She's been on the show a bunch of times. Alicia Gaddis. Hello. I'm so excited. I'm so glad you're here, Alicia. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, Betsy. This is so fun already. Oh, I've been a little like burnt out lately and it's just uh, a dream to have a a co-host kind of like keeping the keeping the show moving. Oh gosh, you're doing everyone is at max capacity times a billion. Like if you thought you were at max capacity, it's like we grew extra heads and then going to the next capacity of that capacity. Like we're all right? just like like I feel like I'm constantly exhausted and vibrating at the same time, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But anytime yeah, I talk I, to my friends, I'm like got get this surge of energy like we're in this together for real. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because it is very isolating. It is. You're right, though. I look back to the beginning of this podcast, and we're like, "Oh God!" And I was like, <laughs> "Wow, we had no idea." Like, add a fucking pandemic and homeschooling to that. Mm-hmm. But let's get to our amazing guest. I am so excited that she is here. She is a best-selling author. She is the president of NARAL Pro Choice America, Elise Hogue. Yay! Hi. Betsy. Hi, Alicia. So good to be here. I am so glad that you are here. Thank you for taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule. I mean, hanging with my fellow moms, talking about momming in the midst of this craziness is something we can all relate to, right? (laughs) That's right. Yes. Yes. Elise is a very fancy, busy lady. She's Uh, really impressive. She's really impressive for real it's sound, i'm sound like i'm being sarcastic no, i'm not yeah i'm like oh my gosh she's so impressive can we i just I'm like want to really keep impressed. glad that this is a podcast and there's no video to see how unimpressive my housekeeping <laughs> skills are or i'm just gonna go with impressive and never share pictures <laughs> i was so terrified that there was a possibility that we would have to do this over zoom <laughs> And then I would have to, I don't know, like anytime that's happened in the past, I just keep the camera off and the other people are on the camera and I'm like, I won't be doing that okay? because I won't be on camera right now. Thank you. Okay. So at the beginning of this, I don't know, you guys are probably cooler and smarter and better at technology than me. But at the beginning Hmm. of the pandemic, I didn't really know what Zoom was, except for (laughs) one time I had a new publisher and the new publisher was like, oh, we're having a, you know, we're going to have a call and here's the (laughs) Zoom link. And I- I had a new pub and they were like, it's a team call. I just gotten out of the shower. You guys, I had oh on a God. towel on my body and a towel on my head in yes. my bed. And I hit the Zoom link. You guys, it came live into their office. The entire staff of the publishing <gasps> staff was sitting there. There were like, I'd say 10 to 12 people. I threw my phone against the wall and dove onto the <laughs> ground. Like the towel flew off of me. And I like, I don't know why I dove on the ground. Like, why not just hide the camera on the phone? <laughs> but I was, like, was shooting. <laughs> yeah, I was like a fight or flight instinct like I did both I was like, ah, and then I was like I just something happened and I, 
hung up and then I called my agent and my agent was like, what's a Zoom call? I was like, I don't know, Sarah. I just hit the link. And she was like, and then I, I messaged my publisher and I was like, give me two minutes. I put on a hat, like this giant hat over my head oh my God. and a turtleneck because I thought it would cover most of my body and called what? back in. That was my first Zoom call. And I and with yes, <laughs> because I didn't have time to put makeup on. So I thought the less they could see of my body and face, the better. Oh. To be fair, Alicia wears full body makeup every time she goes out. Oh, my so God. Normally, if she was not wearing a turtleneck, she would have had to cover all of that with makeup. <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. That is a nightmare. Oh, it was so, you guys, I, reliving it just caused me to break out in hives. Anytime I've mentioned even to guests that this is not a Zoom, that there's no video component, and that is by design because I just can't even, <laughs> uh, people are like, wait, what? Like the idea of doing something just over audio and not with a video component like blows people's minds. It's very strange. We're just like spoiled by always seeing each other like the fucking Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have three kids. They are all boys. They are four years old, eight years old, and 10 years old. What do you got, Alicia? I have two children. I have one daughter who is four and a half. She's uh, and a stepdaughter who is 16 and driving. I know. Elise, what have you got? I've got five-year-old twins, a boy and a girl, and um, we live with another family, so we have a two-year-old in the house as well. Wow. That's so interesting. I can't – that's wonderful. (laughs) It's pretty – it worked out okay. I am – you know, I would have kept going. My husband would have stopped at one, so we split the difference by cohabitating, and our kids love their little brother, as they call him. Oh. I love that. That's really cool. Wait, you mean you you wanted to have – uh, a bunch of kids. Your husband wanted to have one kid. You had twins, and you you both were like, "Fair enough." Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think he was sort of like, "Okay, we'll stop talking about this in theory. We'll go ahead and have one, and she'll see how challenging it is, and then she'll want to stop." And boom, twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boom is an understatement. Twins. Holy twins. crap. Twins is a lot. My husband's a twin. I and my uh, twins. Yeah, my husband's a twin. Twins run on both sides of my family. So everybody was Mm. like, you're going to have twins. And then when I didn't, I was like, good job, universe. (laughs) (laughs) I can hardly handle one. And I always just think about all the double things you have to buy, like double seats, double college. (laughs) And you have boy girl twins. Oh man. Alicia, is your husband an identical twin or what's the deal? No, he is a uh, fraternal. Is that right? Fraternal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. his brother Jose is yeah, they're very his brother Jose, they're very similar, very different. It's interesting, like the things <laughs> that they they do that are alike. I mean, I'm interested at least to hear about your kids, but like they sit the same way. They hadn't <gasps> seen each other in what? years. And we went to Mech we met up in Mexico and they had the same pair of 
pajamas. Like they do like odd things similar. Yeah, but their personalities are very different. And my and Jose is the head curator at the Andy Warhol Museum. And so he's also Mm -hmm. my husband's a, a songwriter and a performer. So they're both like artistic in their own way. So that's very interesting, but totally different. Are your kids like that, Elise? Like, are they different and totally similar at the same time? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they're young. Like, I can, my grandmother was an identical twin, oh, and wow. um, my husband's uncle's identical twins, too. So, we also have twins that run in the family. Wow. Um, our kids I don't have are any not twins identical. In my family. Although, you'd be like when they were, you know, like when we used to stroll them around, sometimes people would stop us on the sidewalk <laughs> and be like, oh, twins. People are fascinated by twins. And we'd be like, yeah. And they would be like, oh, a boy and a girl. And we would be like, yeah. And then sometimes people would say, are they identical? And my husband would be like, you know, they are except for the penis. Like, other than that, totally identical. Um, But, you know, they definitely, they have so many of the same mannerisms. I mean, now, like, for eight months, they haven't been out of each other's sight mostly because of the pandemic, obviously. Um, so it's hard to know what's nature versus nurture. Um, but they are like totally their own people, like, ha- cool. you know, like have the independent personalities, which, you know, as, as you guys know, from having kids, like it, that are very much who they were in some ways from the moment they were born yes. and like, they just grow into it even more. You yes. know what I mean? 100%. I have a theory they are who they were even before they were born. I, I, all three of my pregnancies felt like so the person that like yeah. that was just that was them oh, before. How interesting. Um totally. It's insane. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If I think about even like the pregnancy, my my daughter what like was super late um in terms of well it took forever to get pregnant we didn't think we'd get pregnant total like science meets a miracle situation and then she was like such a a hard pregnancy but then she was born on january 23rd one two three at 9 15 <laughs> so if you think of a clock it's like 9 15 it's exactly across on a full moon like so she <laughs> went there was seven days late for like my due date but she was just like i'm gonna give you a date you cannot forget mom like because everyone I never like remember people's birthdays like she's so stubborn and so particular and so and I'm like of course of course she's born on one two three at nine fifteen on a full moon like it just makes everything about that makes sense to me about who she is so I mm-hmm. love that Betsy like I love thing I love that that thought that's really oh yeah when when my now 10 year old uh when I was you know, pregnant. Uh, it always, I always like to say it was like um, a caffeinated badger in a sack. <laughs> like he was just like, blah, blah, blah. and uh, and then he was born on a day where there was a tornado in Brooklyn, what? which is not normal. No, um, I didn't even and it was just like real thing. He's still such like a caffeinated badger. He's just out of the sack now. <laughs> and then my my middle child, Ajax, was like very kind of chill and stretchy. And he was always just kind of stretching. And But he was like slower. And that's absolutely how he came out. And he was like, I'm so sleepy. And he's still that way. He's just like a sleepy little Aww. puppy. And then my third was just like, it's cool. We're chill. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. 
And he's like that now, even. Yeah, it's weird. Our sponsor this week is Drops. Drops delivers powerful cleaning from nature with plant and mineral-based formulas to your door in low-waste cardboard packaging instead of plastic containers that end up in our oceans and landfills. You can sign up for auto shipments to save big, and you can pause, skip, or cancel at any time. Drops sent me their products, and I loved them. First of all, they have a dishwasher detergent pod. You just stick it in there and it does the job. Usually we buy these name brand, not at all eco-responsible dishwasher pods, but these were every bit as good and way more eco-friendly. They also have a whole host of stuff for your laundry. They have sensitive skin laundry detergent pods. They're safe and gentle for skin allergies like eczema, so you can wash your baby's laundry and not have to worry that they're going to get a skin rash. They have stain and odor laundry detergent pods. And if you're like me, uh, stains, odors, (laughs) that's a big thing with all of our laundry. It helps remove the toughest stains and keeps your fabric smelling fresh. They also sell Oxy Booster Pods, which are a chlorine-free, color-safe bleach alternative. Wool dryer balls designed to replace disposable dryer sheets. I've been using those ever since they sent them to me like a year ago, and they're really great. They also sent me these little fabric softener pods, and when I saw them, I was worried because scent is always a really big issue for me, but I used them, and they smell amazing. It's not an overpowering, flowery scent like a lot of store brand stuff. It was a way more subtle, more like an herbal smell, and I'm surprised to find that I really like it. If you're someone who's into reviews and ratings, Drops has over 10,000 five-star reviews. You know, normally I'm putting in liquid detergent and then I'm putting in liquid softener and then I'm adding water to that. And then I'm putting in some sort of stain thing and, and that's a powder in the drum of the machine. It's a whole bunch of steps and mess. But with Drops, you just throw in a few pods, you call it a day. It's terrific. But best of all, it's eco-responsible packaging, it's eco-friendly cleaning solutions, and they contain plant-based ingredients. So visit drops.com WMD and use the code WMD for 25% off your first order. That's drops with two P's, D-R-O-P-P-S dot com slash WMD and use code WMD for 25% off your first order. Try them out. I think you'll really like them. Let's uh let's get to it. Let me let me tell you what's been uh, breaking me. Good. Um so so as we, you know, we're all home, we're all uh, a, a lot of us are doing distance learning. Um so you know, it's been since mid-March and um the thing that's been breaking me is just not being able to have like a full um thought to myself mm. um that's uninterrupted. And a lot of times I am not allowed to look where I want to look for periods of time because I am constantly being interrupted and told things and asked, and then I need to look at something and it's, um, and you know, they're not asking me about <laughs> current events or anything. Like it's, it's not like a fun thing. I'm being interrupted, you know, like, right. <laughs> did you hear if, uh, Mindy Kaling had another baby? Like it's never anything interesting or fun. It's always just like, look at this. Isn't this 
this mouse and this cute, <laughs> you know, like it just, uh, or like, look at this game. I put this thing there. <laughs> um, and I love them so much, but oh my God, it just breaks me because I just want to like, you know, uh, load the dishwasher right. and maybe listen to a podcast. Right. And instead I have to like, I keep having to like stop my podcast with my dirty hands. So then I have to like pause it with like the back of my hand and then turn around and be like, yes. And then of course it's like pens have ink. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. And then you turn it back on and get back, you know. Oh my gosh, Betsy, I could not understand that more. Like the other day I was, um, oh shoot, my husband just left. Can you still, is this still recording? Yeah. Okay. It went to screensaver, so I can't oh. see anything. So it's on my husband's computer, and I don't know the password, and they just walked out the door. So oh, no. we'll hope for the best. Um, as long as it says I'm still recording. You don't know your husband's laptop password. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I never use it. It has, like, it's it's in the studio area because it has all the, the proper mics. You know, so it's like not oh. anything I use. It's like the it's the studio. Computer. Got it. And I'm always afraid I'm gonna break things. Every like fucking device in our house is like communal. Like someone is always on my computer. It's always oh, well, covered in like sticky stuff. Same with mine. <laughs> Everybody uses my stuff. I just don't go over to this zone. You Got know, it. like my iPad, my phone, my laptop. Literally, the buttons have come off. Like there's like dog. <laughs> pee on it and it's like all of a sudden why is his zone so special i don't know i need to know this password (sighs) last week my computer was literally covered in nutella oh god but at least there was nutella in the house girl at least there was nutella in the house i understand what you're i mean i understand what you're saying about the kids interrupting you the other day i was trying to multitask because i'm feeling like a good person when i multitask so i was putting on Mm. like a master class of some thing like how to be a creative person in the universe like whatever i were actually literally taking a master class oh yeah i had that app the master class i did not get paid to say this but it's the best thing ever like master (laughs) class app is amazing have you guys gotten it it's amazing get it it's like do you have it elise i do not yeah, me neither. I've heard good things about it. Wonderful. Absolutely. I'll share more with you later. But the commercials are, are very convincing. Oh it's gosh. like, hello, I'm Steve Martin, and I'll teach you comedy. That's how we learn to train our dog. I feel like I'm remedial, not master. Like, I need the, like, <laughs> stupid things you're afraid to ask class. Like, mm. my windows were painted shut. How do I open them? <laughs> That's the class I need. You just need a wiki how like acted out for you. Yes. Oh my gosh. No, it's did that really happen to you, Elise? Because that sucks. Yeah, totally. And I haven't even been able to deal with it because because life, because pandemic, because kindergarten Zoom. And so like, it's really, it's like beautiful weather finally in DC, but we can't open the window. (laughs) We opened our windows yesterday for the first time in like a month because it's been so hot and so and And like sooty. Yeah, the weather, uh, the air qualities. 
total shit. Oh, wait. So, Alicia, what were you saying? You were taking a master class? Oh, yeah. I was taking a master class, which I think it was like David Mamet, like how to do something. And if I'm listening to something, I feel like <laughs> How I'm... to swear and be kind of sexist. <laughs> right. David Mamet. Right. And I was like, oh. David, redo. And so then I put on like a, how to make a, something that seemed more that I could master, like how to make proper cocktails from what you have in your kitchen. That was a good <laughs> master class. Swear to God. I felt like a genius. It was like how to make a, a drink for a party that someday you'll have out of a cucumber, a vodka, and a radish with some salt. I was like, I'm so good at this. And so um, I had that on. I was doing laundry. And within, I'd swear, Betsy, maybe a two and a half minute interval, I got asked to like asked to turn something on asked to take an outfit off get off a costume my husband came in and wanted something it's like i got a phone call about this a text coming in it was like all i wanted to do was multitask those two things both i didn't really want to do either of those things i didn't want to do masterclass but i felt like if i was doing the laundry and masterclass at the same time i was becoming a really good person <laughs> but because what I really wanted to do was our house to be like silent and shoes. That, that's why yes. I've been staying up too late. I've been staying up Me late. Me too. It's hard because everybody goes to bed and the house is finally quiet. Yeah. And I got and to you can finally have yes. a full thought from beginning, middle to end. Yes. You can look wherever you want. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the, I think. No one's touching you. Oh. No sticky. I think theory. having your your partner come in and talk is like. It's just the icing on the cake mm-hmm. because I—I I mean, I don't have pets, and I'm—I'm I'm guessing, and I know you both have dogs. I'm guessing that that's part of it too. But just when my husband comes in after all of that, and then wants me to pause my podcast and ask me a question, I just want to be like, "You too? I you know. also? No, get the fuck out of here! Don't talk to me! No one, no. I know. You of all people you should know. Even, even in showering, I've been trying to like go into the bath. I'm trying to like take more showers because mm. I realize I don't know what day it is. And I'm also more dirty than usual. And I'm not uh-huh. going anywhere. And unless I have a Zoom call, <laughs> like I don't need to be like that clean. So, right. But then yeah, I, I am struggling with that too. <laughs> I mean, we're trying our best, you guys. Yeah, I don't go anywhere. So it's like, how dirty am I really? Right. But then I, also, like, I'm not – I'm clearly not bathing as often as – How do you as- judge it, Betsy? How do you judge how dirty you are when it's time to when it's time to take the leap? Because I'll tell you how oh, I judge it. Me, my hand is raised. Oh, yeah. Elise, how do you judge it? So literally the other night, my daughter came and got in bed with us, and then she, like, was pushing my husband out of the bed, and he's like, stop it. And she's like, Mom, he's too stinky. <laughs> 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 That's when you judge it. Fair. I just, I, I mean, clear, clear indication that perhaps I need to shower a little bit more. Great. Okay. So if people are verbally, like, uh, uh, <laughs> if people are emotionally upset by being near you, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm embarrassed to yeah. say that for me, I'm. <laughs> Um, when I can't remember when I last showered Mm. and if I think it might be close to like five days or more, then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that seems normal. 
Does that seem normal? I'm so ashamed to say no, that. No, that though. seems normal. I I have lost so many track of the days. So that just that's my new normal. That's like a normal. <laughs> that's like when did I bathe? I don't know. Maybe five days. But I found how I've started really making the final choice whether I get in is I number one can grease be wrung out of my hair? Like if I if I wipe <laughs> my hair back, is it like slick back? And how long is my armpit hair? <laughs> Every time, because I I I have very little hair on my body, so it's not like if it, it. So I often don't have to. I don't have to shave my legs. I can go like a full month, and there's like a few hairs. I'm serious. I'm very blessed. I have hardly any in terms of a leg wow. hair situation. I have hardly any arm hair, but I have God like bless. long, scraggly armpit hair. Not a plethora of it, just long and wispy. So if I know if it's braidable. <laughs> I can't. I ha- it's like that's probably been five to seven days. So, I'll be honest. I've been letting all that stuff go too. I'm just like, why it. am I shaving my legs? Like no one sees my legs, and the people who do see my legs don't care. I think, and honestly, if they do care, I don't care. Yeah. So yeah. No need. No need. I just do it for um a, a, like a, a a poll of when I should go back in the shower. You know. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I just like, I'll use dry shampoo or like I'll rub mm-hmm. baby powder on oh, my yeah. head. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got deodorant. Yeah. We have a bidet. <gasps> so all those bits luxury. are clean. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I love I love our bidet. I've talked about it on the show before. It was like 30 bucks on Amazon. It's awesome. You yeah. just like stick it on your toilet. It's great. Um. So, yeah, it's like a, I'm hard-pressed to find reasons to bathe after that because I'm like, well, I don't think I stink too right. much. And, so. and everyone in your <sighs> home probably smells similarly because you're eating the same foods. <laughs> you know, you're in the same environment and the same temperatures. So we've all probably acclimated to each other. Once we all come out from our cavernous existence of hibernation, mm. the pandemic, we're all going to be like meet other tribes. Like, oh, hello. <laughs> like we'll all have like long hair and stank and we'll all just, like see <laughs> each other. And then it'll be like this, 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 oh, this reckoning, right? Of Like, hello. And then we'll all decide to start brushing our teeth two times a day. We have a new sponsor on Why Mommy Drinks, and I think it will be of interest to our listeners. It's Wine.com. Wine.com is the world's largest wine store delivered right to your door. And if you're like me and you are not a sommelier, you will be excited to know that they have expert guidance to help you choose. They're the only site that offers extensive, free, professional ratings and tasting notes. And you can do a live chat with a wine expert that's going to help you find the perfect bottle for every occasion. When I buy wine, I usually go in and I say, you know, I need whatever, a a white wine that's dry, that's under $20, let's say. Or I want to buy a $50 bottle as a gift for, you know, whatever. You can, just like if you were walking into a store, you can talk to their live chat expert and they will help you figure out what to get. Not only are they a website, but Wine.com is a five-star app. You can scan, rate, buy on the go, and you can save your favorites to my wine. They have sort options and filter options, so you can look at stuff by price, by vintage, varietal, region, 
other stuff. And if you get a stewardship membership for only $49, you get free shipping year round. There's no minimum purchase, so you could just get one bottle, you could get a hundred bottles, the shipping would be free every time. And that's because wine is naturally heavy and can be expensive to ship. So the stewardship membership eliminates that. You can even use it to send gifts to other people for free. So wine.com makes your life easier, but it also can be a great gift. And anytime you need help, their wine experts are there to guide you. Plus, if you live in California, New York, Florida, or New Jersey, not only can they send you wine, they can send you spirits like vodka. So now that I think about it, um, I need to have them send me some vodka right now. So we have a special just for our listeners. If you go to wine.com slash mommy, you get $30 off of your first order. That's like a whole bottle or three of wine for free. It says that terms apply. I don't know what the terms are. Go to wine.com slash mommy and get $30 off your first order. Cheers. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone because we all are also living in 2020. Personally, I have been having so much trouble unwinding and going to sleep at night. I have been searching for anything that could help, and then I discovered Feels. So Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. It comes in this little vial. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and then you feel the difference within minutes. There's no high. There's no hangover or addiction. It just works naturally to help you feel better. And if you're new to CBD and you're not sure how much to take, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help you guide your personal experience. So join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash WMD and you will get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash W-M-D to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash W-M-D. So Alicia, what is, uh, what's been breaking you? Oh, Betsy. You, you have something to share? Sure. Um, well, you know, life's breaking me, but not really, but yes. Uh, but we just oh, traveled yeah. back. So we were in Columbus, Indiana for th- almost three and a half months, like right. the entire summer. And while we were there, we got a puppy. And I talked about it on the show previously, and that's been very difficult. But driving back cross-country with a four-year-old and a dog, and we still haven't gone in any um, shop, any gas station, anything. We were staying in, like, Airbnbs on the way that were separate, and I would go in and clean. And we did really well driving cross-country. We packed all our own food. Everything was going well. I am impressed by everything you just said. Like we went camping and we like went to McDonald's, like 
I mean, it's only because my husband's um, a type one diabetic and my daughter has a heart condition and we've, and he had COVID and we, it was horrible. And we are just petrified of happening again. Like it was just like, you know, it was just petrifying. And so we're just like, you know, over the top, like we're definitely over the, we're like, you're like that 1% that still wipes down their groceries and keeps their mail outside for five days. <laughs> like that's what? me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm but, but fair. Work. I mean, like what you just described, it makes sense. Right. I yeah. Mean, we're it, super careful, but there's also stuff like that. It's like, oh God, I, I just, I know. I just can't. I just can't. I just, I'm at that breaking point. I'm at that breaking point where I'm like opening the Amazon boxes with gloves and a mask on and wiping. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Full oh, on. wow. I mean, we were like that. And then when Lucky still got COVID, we were right. like, what? So everything was just crazy. But so when we- Wait. Wait, Elise, where are you at with all of that? I mean, we're not scrubbing groceries, but like we did drive across country. We did pack all of our food. We did stay in tents. We did not, you know, like we tried to sort of immaculate conception our way between D.C. and Colorado. I don't think um, that's what immaculate conception means, but okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, and you know it's not. Um, it, it is less. Um, I transported across the country, but also God put a baby in me. I'm sorry. It's totally true. I have no idea. That was a, definitely a mixed metaphor. Uh, I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was like a moment for reals in like Kansas when we were trying to camp, and it was like. 102 degrees and we had like two dogs and two kids and my husband in the tent my daughter has eczema and the heat like exacerbates and so she was like scratching herself like to let it bled in the middle of the night and I was like what are we doing At least that's what we did on the way there. We did dispersed camping and we ended like dispersed camping. We ended up camping in like these fields with What's like dispersed nuts. camping. Like dispersed, like if you go to like, is it Koa, K-O-A, Koa? Like, not those a are campground. like, yeah, it's not a yeah. campground. So it's like, it's like, there's this thing called hip camp. If anybody wants to camp, go to this site called hip camp. It's amazing. It's like Airbnb for camping. So people will put up their properties, like a vineyard. We stayed on this vineyard and it's like someone owns a vineyard but they have like an extra plot of land and so they're like you can camp here and so you just like go to these kind of private residences and so there's no one near you and sometimes they'll have like a bucket of water they give you (laughs) but there's like no like we stayed on the side of a river it's someone's property that owns like 60 acres and they had three camp sites but you don't see anybody else and it was all yeah we were like in the sounds amazing i mean i don't like camping So it was basically like torture to me. And we bought all this new stuff to go camping. We were literally like the most city folk undoing <laughs> our tent at our first campsite in the middle of the night with like a child. And so on the way back, that's why, like, it was just like, we were like, how do you put these poles? And my husband was like, I'll build a fire to cook our hot dogs. And they were like, no, let's just have protein bars and pass out inside the car. Like, and, they were like, and also, why did we not pack booze? Like, that was like, I don't, that was a misstep. <laughs> like in the middle of the country like and it was yeah we did that the way there but at least you're totally right it was so much and that's why on the way home we decided to do 
Airbnbs that had like their own and we booked the Airbnbs the day before as well. So it'd be empty, you know, so it'd be like empty. And then I would go in with my N95 oh, wow. mask and Lysol everything and wipe down surfaces. And then we'd let it sit, like d- took off all the sheets, brought our own towels and sheets and everything. Like that's how, that's how bad it was <laughs> when like you have COVID. I'll like, I'll do anything to not have that happen again. But yeah. I'm like, so when we got here, we, I mean, like I mentioned, it was going really well. Like it was tough, but we were like kind of on the same page and we pull where we get to LA like almost LA, like that area that's like West Covina. And there was a, and it was, I don't know why we planned it this way, but it was like Saturday, no Friday. It was Friday. And so it was Friday traffic and there was an accident. So we were on the highway and it was hot. We drove back in LA and it was like 102 hot. All of a sudden my daughter was like, I have to pee. Then the dog started barking, knowing it only barks when sitting still traffic. Like, I have to pee. Like, all the food was gone. All the water was gone. We were only, like, supposed to be, like, 23 miles from home. But we, there, but we were in, you know, in L.A. So there's not, like, it yeah. wasn't like we could pull off on the side and I could use my sheenus, my funnel, to pee on the side of the road, which I'd been oh, using the whole time. <laughs> Alicia, we have that too. We're the same, Elise. You have the sheenus. The sheenus is an amazing invention. It's amazing. My daughter was like, are you kidding me? Because she has a five-year-old twin brother and she has mastered (gasps) peeing standing up. She doesn't need it. But for those of us who grew up without brothers, like the sheenus is it. I mean, it is it. Where can people buy? Okay. First of all, I think this is a legit mom hack. Get a sheenus. What is it like? Where did you buy it? How Amazon. does it work? Amazon. Amazon. I don't know if that mine. I don't think it's actually called a sheenus. It's like this. Mine is like <laughs> a soft. Looks like a funnel penis that goes over your whole vagina. Basically, like you hold it up on your vagina and it becomes a funnel. And I was like, this is what being a man feels like. And it was so <sighs> freeing. And I was so mad not to have to like squat down and do it but it was wonderful so I would just like we'd put we'd open the two car doors you know and I'd stand in between on the side of the road and just be like let it go let it go I was having fun trying to make my name like it was delightful wait purple Oh, you're I missing mint flesh tone? I don't know flesh tone. No, my flesh tone? My pinkish flesh, I guess. Wait, <laughs> yours, is, yours is flesh colored, Alicia? No, it's more bright pink. <laughs> but um, I like that Elise was like, if I had a penis, I would like it to purple. be purple. Yeah. It's like Egg everyone plant. should have one of those. Every, even reg- like this, things that have come out of the pandemic, Zoom, sheenus. <laughs> sourdough bread (laughs) (laughs) these are the pickling your daughter had to pee did you let did she use it oh my daughter see my daughter she refuses the sheenus um and she's like a little bit little she's like a little she's tiny it was kind of a little big for her so we we had this whole collapsible full-on toilet like that you put bags on like this whole like like with a with a pop-up tent 
too because when we were camping we had this giant pop-up just separate bathroom tent so if you had to do number two I didn't want to see my husband do number two in the woods so I created a whole tent for him Um, we did that when we went camping too I just don't like I mean I'm very open I'm very whatever I just don't want to see my husband poop like I don't want to see the whole process I just me Me neither my (laughs) husband and I don't that that's not how we roll we don't we don't go to the bathroom in front of each other I'll pee we try not to fart in front of each other oh that's very proper that's nice (laughs) we try to have a little mystery my husband and I have an ongoing conversation about which is more important in a marriage, mystery or wonder. I believe that mystery when it comes to bodily functions is really crucial. And somehow he finds wonder in pooping in front of me. No. I know. No. He will shit in front of you even though you're not into, you don't like it. I mean, let's be really clear. He's sitting down. I can walk out. But yeah. <laughs> so you're putting on your makeup in the mirror and he'll just be like, gotta shit. Deal with it. <sighs> yep. Oh, oh, man. See, that that goes back to Betsy not getting any time or space. Like, that's happening yeah. here, too. Like, I was taking a shower, and my husband had to go in, and he would not hold it. Like, if it were me, I could find ways to hold that in. And I – because I have rules and boundaries within my own life and goals. Goals. Or honestly, I mean, I I would probably shit into a bag before I would go in there. <laughs> Right? I mean, if you listen to the show, you'll know it won't be the first time. But you know. but we did that on the way. But I it, it, like when we were driving, it was everyone basically we'd held it together, Betsy Elise, for all these days. Uh, we were just getting back, and everyone I think at the car basically had a nervous breakdown at the same time. And we, we because there was a wreck and we were in standstill traffic, we couldn't even get off a shoulder. Like there was like, you know, those gridlocks in L.A. It was like the gridlock in L.A. And I I get very, very monotone in crisis. Like I handle crisis very well. I don't freak out. Like you'd think I'd be like, come on, everybody. Like I'm just like, everybody hold it together. Everybody. Jessica Eason calls that the dead voice. (gasps) Oh, I love that. I get the dead voice. I get the dead. I like him. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm just like, everyone hold it together. But everyone, the dog was like, oh. My daughter's like, ah, 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 ah. Then, what is my, my daughter, then my daughter goes, Jesus Christ, what is my life anymore? What? <laughs> and I'm like, obviously, she's heard me say that at some point in this pandemic. So, but oh my we, God. I made everybody hold it in. We got there. We parked the car. We, we made it somehow. And then it was just like, everyone was like clamoring in the door and things were falling. The, the iPad fell and cracked at that moment. Like it was everything just was a pinnacle of disaster. And at that moment, I was just like sat down on the couch and I just like cried. I was just like, oh. I know it was just that. I mean, cause you know, when everything is just horrible and you're hot and you're sweating and your kid's mm. going to pee their pants, but she made it, she made it to the potty and a dog made it. He like got out and just pooped all over. I was just like, oh, <laughs> thank God. I know like, and it was just, but it was one of those moments where you're just like, okay, we made it. Here we are. What does that mean? <laughs> 
what is life right now? But it was just <sighs> that 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 tension you hold in, I think, as a mom mm-hmm. too, like traveling across the country. You know, you, I let my child see most of my emotions, but not really, especially during this time. Like you're like, great, this is a magical Airbnb. Let's take a, a bubble bath and you put her in the bath like that's one of my trips and tips not that I have any but my but the thing I do because we travel so much with our daughter whenever we get to any hotel we jump on the beds and I take all the baby shampoos that they give you and just make a huge bubble bath like and I'm like and we put the kid in the bubble bath right away and then that's when we're like okay we can breathe now like what do we do what are our next steps husband I don't know wife like and then she's like I love Motel 6. It's magical. Just like, you know, like giving myself that break and that release. But it's just, I think that's part of it. During this time, there's so much tension. There's like releases coming too. And the release, there's like sometimes tears. And then she'll come to be like, why are you crying, mommy? Are you so sad? I'm like, no, it's just all so much. It's all so much, you know? Going across the country with kids and pets and partners is like already pretty stressful, I feel mm-hmm. like. That will break anyone, but then on top of it, you know, pandemic and fear of your, you know, your family getting a horrible disease, you know, virus <laughs> and and I love traveling across the country. Like we like during the summers, usually we're on tour and we always go on Route 66 and people were like, where are you guys stopping? What roadside attractions are you going to see? And we went to buy Cadillac Ranch and we thought, oh, no one will be there. I swear there were like 50 people around there unmasked, mm. like the parking lot was full. And so we didn't stop. And so it wasn't like as joyous. So I'm finding a lot of times when I'm out and like creating one's own joy takes so much out of us, you know, yeah. out of us is like, I'm trying to keep my child happy. And I'm oh. like, what's left for us, you know? Yeah. Make, making magical moments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's exhausting making magical moments for it's other people. Making magical moments for other people. Well, I know that right. Elise is, is like, um, doesn't have a, a, a ton of time today. So I want to make sure that we, uh, we we jump ahead a little to yes. hear her story because I don't want I don't want I her to be like I it. gotta go bye <laughs> Elise can you please tell us what has broken you besides uh, camping with twins and two dogs uh- <laughs> you know there it's very funny this is a pre COVID story but when you sort of asked me this and I've listened to why mommy drinks before it's the one that just keeps coming to mind I love it. it. it Pre-COVID, my husband and I both travel a lot for work. So it was like a time that um, he was gone and, you know, I had the kids and I must have, I think I took them to a friend's for dinner because who wants to be alone with two kids? (laughs) And um, we came home and then of course there was like no parking anywhere near our house. So it's like the night you'll remember from living in New York where I had to like park like five blocks away and they were like, two and a half years old and they were too Ooh. heavy to carry both of them, but like they didn't really want to walk. So, you know, that happens. So <laughs> I get to the front door and I open the front door and I'm like, thank God. And, uh, this like wall of smell hits me <gasps> and it's like really clear that one of the dog has just like had diarrhea. Oh, all over oh no. 
and the kids are cranky and they're tired. And so, so I come in and it's like everywhere. It's <gasps> like the amityville horror. And so I, I put the kids. It's, it's the elevator doors and the shining, but it's all yeah, just dog exactly. shit. Got it. And I, I put the kids on the sofa and I'm like yelling <sighs> at them to stay there. <laughs> that I can like try and clean this up. And oh my god, I feel like every parent has been there just like sit on the sofa. Yeah. Don't fucking move. <laughs> because there's glass on the floor or diarrhea or yes. They're screaming at me. I remember at clear as day, both of them like you're so mean. You never <laughs> let us do anything. <laughs> You're like, I'm saving you from shit. You're, <laughs> You're so and mean. I'm we sure. wanted a mud wrestle in this diarrhea. <laughs> I literally did like the most rudimentary, terrible job just to get it clean enough. And then I like... Put them in the bath. I basically get in the bath with them to yeah. try and disinfect me and them. Because that I'm not broken yet. I'm close, <laughs> but I am not broken yet. I'm a resilient human being. And I um, get them in bed. They finally go to sleep. I get the dog out. I walk him. Like, and in the meantime, I've got like the baby monitor on me because I'm alone. So I'm That's like, always nerve wracking. Having totally. to walk a dog while you are terrible <laughs> listening yeah. on the and, monitor. Oh, yeah. and um, so I get home, the dog goes to sleep, the kids are asleep. I open the refrigerator, I pull out the bottle of wine, <laughs> and my husband had emptied it and put it back. <gasps> oh, rage! <laughs> and it was the last bottle oh, of Louise. wine. No, oh, Louise. I want to hug you in. my story. (laughs) That is, oh. Did you just, did you just like give, oh, I would have texted my husband in all caps. In all caps. I I mean, that is definitely, that is the one that I can't help myself but bring back up Mm -hmm. when like we get into it. And you're, I know you're not supposed to keep scoring. You're not supposed to bring up old things. And it's like, that's the one that I'm, when I'm in a really bad place, and I'm like, and you put the empty wine bottle back in the refrigerator. <laughs> that is so fucked. The, the, the pro- Elise, I have to tell you, I have so many emotions about that because I also feel like I'm the person who puts the empty wine <gasps> bottle back in the refrigerator, no. like with just a little bit residge, because I don't, because <laughs> I don't want to be like, <laughs> you want to make sure he gets the backwash a little bit. Because I want to be like, I didn't drink all of it. There's a little bit left. So I can never do that again because I'm always going to think about you and this trauma. Thank God I have saved one person from my fate by sharing my story. Seriously, I feel so badly for you. Oh, that sounds so strange. Did you have a delivery service bring you more? Right. Oh, God. You know, that might be the night that I learned about Drizzly. It's quite possible that's the night I learned about Drizzly. About what? Drizzly is the Postmates for liquor. Grizzly? 
drizzly like oh, it's drizzly wine <laughs> the grizzly oh, no no grizzly, grizzly is when they send you a bear uh to your house just a hairy man <laughs> got leather chaps no. and he's like hi uh, and that is the get yeah. oh my god that'd be the best like maid service grizzly bear maid service he like shows up all hairy man with chaps he's like i'm here to clean up your laundry and i'd be like thank you mom Mark, come on in. <laughs> like, Mark, would you like a rosé? My husband drank it all, but I can order us more, Mark. And he's like scrubbing the floors. We would be such good friends, Mark. Oh wow! Yes, I like that. It's like topless maids, but it's like a, a really hairy man. Yes, ladies, I think we have our new business. I mean, like we should just quit everything we're doing and. <laughs> Shark tank. Shark tank. Shark tank. Shark tank that. Oh my God. At least that's horrible. I'm it's so horrible. sorry that happened to you. I'm really Just sorry. Twins alone, like bedtime alone. Again, like that could break you. Yeah. Dog diarrhea just anytime could break you. Anytime. But but no wine. It's just no that's wine. a bridge too far. No too wine. Much. Not yeah. okay. But and yet we are resilient at our core, and so we persevere to be able to share these stories with all of your listeners. And True. yet she persisted. I just exactly. <laughs> I just keep thinking about my new friend Mark. <laughs> I, I think it goes without saying his his name is M A R C, right? Right, of course, of course. Uh, he's yeah. got a nice mustache. Oh, yes, he does. He's a lot of, like, shoulder and back hair, but, like, I don't mind it. No, I don't either because he's just friendly. He's, like, a friendly bear. He's just here to help, you know? And he's got, got, like, a leather (laughs) holster, like, a halter on with, Uh like, a – it's, like, a silver, um, you know, uh, like, a hoop in the middle of his chest. Oh, yes. Obvi. (laughs) Obvi. But the holster has, like – it's a wine flight, basically. (laughs) Oh, my God. Gosh, Elise, <gasps> that's the best idea you've probably ever had. You are impressive. You are onto something. Oh, Instead wow. of like big, like bullet casings, it's just those little <laughs> bottles of wine oh. that you get on an airplane. Oh, but, yes. <gasps> yes. You guys, that reminds me, we can all save each other. And here's how. Here's another reason of saving each other. One time I was on a flight pre-COVID and I was flying, I think with my daughter, obviously, because it's it's about my daughter. I don't know what my husband was doing. He's very helpful on the, the the flights. But for some reason, I know I was dealing with my child who was screaming. The flight attendant came over with a bag, you guys, a brown paper bag. And I Ooh. opened it up and it had like 15 tiny wine bottles. And she said, I'm a mom. You're working so hard take this to the hotel or wherever you're going. You need a few drinks on us. And I was like, oh my God, I love you. Because I remember our baby was like an infant. And I was just like, oh my God, this is the nicest thing and probably illegal. But thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It was so nice, you guys. I just remember that. Just a magical fairy queen. Like a magical. And she was like slightly like older than me. I think she was probably, I mean, she was like in her 50s, 60s. You know, she was, she had had the children. She knew. And I think I was like, nursing 
my child, you know, but uh, I think I was still having a glass of wine while I nursed probably or after. And then I think that I don't even remember. I don't even remember, but I remember it was really, really hard. And I remember trying really hard and then being like nice to the lady and thanking her and probably just talking to her a lot because I probably only talked to my child and maybe my husband for like (laughs) (laughs) that weeks, you know, and I just remember getting that that paper bag you know that's just the little ways the little the little things I don't know just yeah I've been on flights before with um with my kids and I've gotten free drinks from the flight attendant and it it was like I was like thank you you see me (laughs) (laughs) you know I have to say I have had the best flight attendants and especially traveling with twins. And like, I, it undercuts all of those horror stories on airplanes. Mm. Like I have literally had flight attendants, like cowboys in boots and hats be like, let me hold those kids and (gasps) buy you a drink. Like it has been really like restored my faith in humanity traveling with infant twins. I got to say. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, that's true. I, I, we always fly Delta. So that's only my experience because we often fly like for, you know, for work and they put us on Delta. And so uh, you're right. And so I'm sure this is universal, but they, but I've had such a great experience, like you said, with people being kind like that, you know, and they have such hard jobs. Those people are, everyone's working so hard. Like talk, about like a sent all essential workers out there doing their jobs everyone's still out there serving the drink saving lives mm. like it's all the kindness right like the paying forward of the kindness makes me know like you said Elise, like we're gonna persevere with these uh. tiny bottles of wine and kindness <laughs> <laughs> right like but you're right i mean we we don't think about that enough but like think of all the jerks that they have to deal with when you are uh working on an airplane like that like oh gosh you're right. People are such idiots and they're always <laughs> so mean, like always like yelling at the people at the desk and mm-hmm. oh, people yeah. are so mean in airports, so mean. It, yeah. You're so right, Betsy. It's like the worst of humanity. And when a mm-hmm. flight gets camp- canceled and people basically trample each other to run to the like information desk, you yeah. know? Yeah. You're right. Because I think airplanes, like I treat, or, I mean, airports, I treat airports sometimes like they're their own country. Like if I'm like, <laughs> like all rules. That woman no. is speaking gibberish. No, this is the language you speak in this country. I mean, oh, I Melissa. really do. It's like if I'm trying to be like very healthy or I'm like on a, some kind of smoothie diet, the second I get to an airport, <gasps> all bets go out the window. I'm getting a scone at the oh, Starbucks. Oh, there's an Auntie Anne's pretzels. Sign me yes. up for the Ruby Tuesdays, double steak cheese fries, and a large beer. Like I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, oh. another country. This doesn't. Oh, work. and let's be clear: you need the people, the us, and the okay. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. 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 That is. I love that so much. That's my trashy reading is totally what I always get when I'm on an airplane too. Oh God, yeah. When do you like? I don't know. I never get those magazines. But when I'm the no. air. The airport i'm like heck yeah bring yeah. on the one that says that princess is having with that princess and they're in a fight like i'll take that like, also how that? else how else would i know like what famous people 13 year olds know because mm-hmm. right? yeah 
And I love it when my husband's like, you know, if you just subscribed to Us Magazine, it would be like 33 cents an issue. And instead you're paying $6. And I am like, you do not understand anything. Nope. Right. Or do he you does say, not. I would never get a subscription to this magazine. Exactly. I don't read this magazine. But yeah, if it's at not a nail same. salon or an airport <sighs> or a casual waiting room table, I'm definitely going to go for it. When I had totally. either my first or my second kid, uh, I actually did subscribe to Us Weekly as like a thing that I could read when I was nursing, and I couldn't keep up because it's a weekly magazine. <laughs> so it just it came too often, oh, so it's not oh worth it. Oh my god, Betsy! I love that you couldn't keep up with Us. I I definitely canceled my New Yorker subscription after I had the kids because it taunted me. Same. But those were like you know twenty thousand word. Or- Articles, you know, us is basically like 200 words. Like, and, that's it. and Betsy, I'm gonna make and a giant picture. Really, you're so right. I don't think also I've ever read anything in Us Weekly. Like, I look at the pictures and maybe you read the headlines and maybe like what's I read the section that's like what's in her purse. I don't know why yes, I, I love, love that. that. I love that. That's my favorite. But I'm like, where's the dirty diapers and yes. the snot rags? And I don't know. Is this something you guys do? Do you imagine that they're going to ask you and you have to give the answers? Like I always, I'm like, oh, here, if they ask me, I have like lists ready. Like it's like I make my husband, I practice like if we're going to be on the newlywed show, even if we've been been married seven years, I'll give him questions. Sometimes I'll be like, what's my favorite, what's my favorite food? And he'll be like, he'll be like, uh, French food. I'll be like, good. That's right on the newlywed game. Like I constantly have things prepared to win so um <laughs> like the what's in my purse like i know what it's gonna be and then i think it's an l decor they also have like eight things this very oh. stylish person would not live without like oh, I, yes. I labor over that list Ugh. yes it's always like things. a pair of sneakers that look like they're <laughs> made of garbage but really they're like $500 sneakers $500 on sale those puppies are $5,000 and then it's always like and a scarf I got in Barcelona (laughs) 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 that I cannot live without while I wear my cashmere on the plane there's always like a a serum (laughs) always yes there's lots of serums and tinctures tinctures and I don't know the difference between a tincture and a serum I, does a tincture go on your – do you eat it? I don't know. Is it on your tongue? Is I, that had a, I had a – you rub a, the serum on? You guys, it's I a good word, though. you eat because – or, uh-huh. I mean, digest. I don't know. I'm totally imagining this. <laughs> but I had my placenta made into a tincture. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, I did. I still have those pills in my refrigerator. <laughs> Um, hey, ladies, I love you guys. I I am a pumpkin. My time has expired, oh, but I'm going to leave you. I'm so you, sorry. I am going to leave you <gasps> to explain the difference between the tincture and the serum. And I am going to tune in when this airs so I can educate myself. Elise, is there anything you would like our listeners to check out? Uh, would you like to promote anything? Have you got a parting message? <laughs> 
I did. I wrote a book and um, produced a limited series podcast by the same name called The Lie That Binds. And it is about the ways in which um, there are certain people in the world and in our country that would like to control our parenting. Mm. So check that out if you can. It is a bestseller, as Betsy said. And um, just thank you for giving me a place to talk about why mommy drinks. Oh, Elise. Elise, you are doing an amazing job. I am constantly it, it just in in wonder and what was the other one that wasn't wonder? Mystery and wonder. Mystery and wonder. It's just mystery and wonder over there. You being an amazing parent. Uh, I know you got to go. So uh, you guys are great. Thank wonderful. you so much for having me on. Oh, thank, thank you, Elise. You, Elise. Bye. Bye. <sighs> Impressive. Jeez. Betsy. That lady kicks ass. She does. My gosh. <sighs> <sighs> yes, I was definitely like conscious of time because I knew that Elise had, uh, you know, she's a fucking busy, she's important like, lady with lots of busy, important things to do. Like, like the other day, <laughs> the other day she was supposed to do the show and she was like, I'm so sorry, I have to go talk, be on CNN. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, she was like, oh, you know, just just before this, I was talking to the New York Times. <laughs> she's wow. she's a very fancy, important lady. Like, and she's uh, a big deal. When I like was actually reading yeah. up on her, I'm like, wow, like this. this she's incredible. With she's twins? incredible. Five With twins. twins and two Come dogs. On. My God. And two dogs, one with occasional diarrhea. Come on. Come on. I'm so happy to not have a dog. I'm sorry. I, I no, shouldn't say that be. because you just don't got a dog. Be. Betsy, it's so hard. It's really hard. Like I love my dog. Like most, I'd say like when definitely when he's sleeping because he's really cute and then he's snuggly but he is biting everything eating everything Ugh. he's ripped up three pairs of my underwear and <gasps> then from seven to nine he goes crazy like a crazy <gasps> lunatic and he's right yes. like i mean just like they i don't know they call it something it's like some kind yes. of weird energy oh we we used to call it the puppy crazies but i think most I think the main thing people call it is zoomies. Zoomies. That's the word. Zoomies. Yes. He literally runs around like he's possessed by the devil. <laughs> and like we got we, we got him like CBD. We got him like, like we got him like hemp calm down. Like we're like, where's his pot? Like we like got him these chewies. And even those don't do much. Like I can't no. imagine without that. I don't know why dogs get the zoomies or the puppy crazies, but they just do. Yeah. All of a sudden they're just like, I got to run. I got to yeah. run. I got to like, get crazy. Yeah, thank God we have an outdoor space, but I swear to God, Betsy, he ate a full cactus in our yard. And I'm like, what? that's going to, yeah, ate the cactus. What? Yes, Betsy, a whole, I will take a picture and send it to you. If he ate the, I don't know. And why didn't it hurt? Because he has a very sensitive tongue. He's a baby. <laughs> you and open his like, mouth and it's just like all prickles, like was. a fucking cartoon. It was, Betsy. And then this was like yesterday. And then, yeah, no, two days ago. And then when he pooped one day, he was like, ah, I imagine the prickles were coming out his booty hole. Like it's like he ate a full cactus and he keeps going back. I have like a whole succulent section 
within the garden that like we have like a you know backyard garden area uh-huh. so i'd say i have like one two three four six seven, i can look at it now like i don't know 12 cacti one really big one but these are like little ones he ate a whole maybe it was probably eight inches tall the whole eight inches like ate it ate the eight inches and he keeps going back for more we're like it's what not a delicacy fuck? Django. i wonder oh that's that would freak me right? out that he's gonna eat it's something that will out. make him sick yeah oh he eats everything there's like he had aluminum foil in his mouth that's why we can't <laughs> take him on. oh everything he ate plastic we're, like, we're constantly like put it down take it out what are you doing ah, ah. like and uh, he, he ate a crown he ate uh like a crayon i say crown but crayon he ate, like a writing utensil oh my god that was so cute you said it like maybe how people I from said, in indiana know, say it i know my accent sometimes they're like what are you talking about a cra- say i say crown a color crown Crayon. 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 <laughs> I know. I, know. I like oh. that you're just Cajun for that one word. <laughs> well, it's so funny. I went back when going back to Indiana, my accent, like he's like, oh, your accent comes out. I have to like, because mm. all my family, my extended family drops their dick, dip thongs. So it's like, we're going fashion down. <gasps> like they have like real accents. And then oh. my parents do too, but I don't hear it until I leave. And then I hear them again. But now I like when I come back, I can hear that I'll be like, I've been like being like, you know, pin, give me a pin instead of a pen. Like oh. all of my vocal training goes out the window. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't need it for that much. But um, yeah. Ari says that when I talk to other Minnesotans, my accent comes back. I think everyone's yes. accent comes back when they talk to people from there and also when they get angry or drunk. Oh, my God. That's Lucky's like, oh, you're getting a little side-eyed because your accent's really coming out. He's like, <laughs> he's like, okay, you've had that. Ha- that's two glasses of wine. Your accent's back. Here she <laughs> is. <laughs> Every time he calls me out on it. Thankfully, though. But yeah, we I had a dog when I was a kid who ate crayons all the time. And yeah, it was like, uh, (laughs) I mean, you should I mean, but you have three kids. That's like, I mean, how are they doing with Zoom school and everything? Oh, I was like, you have three. (laughs) You have three kids. They shit crayons all the time, right? (laughs) That's what I thought you were trying to say. No, I mean, compared to a puppy, like a puppy kind of equals two kids. I now realize I said last night to Lucky, I was like, I had no, I, I swear, I swear. I said, I said, this is, I did not know really that having a puppy was really like having a newborn like they say it's hard but no one really told me like this will completely alter your whole existence again i just thought it'd be and he's a good puppy like he's learned how to open he's 14 weeks he can open the screen door if he has to go to the bathroom himself what he's completely potty trained he's completely crate trained nice he can do like no sit down off he doesn't always listen to him but he knows it but we're like but he's super smart and delightful and gorgeous but also he's a beautiful. maniac <laughs> i didn't birth him but i picked him well he's like, he did. i'm like i hope i end up looking like my puppy because that guy is a looker Oh, that's so funny because actually I think your puppy does look like you. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. That you guys have so... like similar coloring. <gasps> that is so nice, Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the nicest thing you could say to me in this pandemic. Did you not even uh, know that? Did I you didn't... not? No, I didn't know that. I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, my I God. You guys it. match. It's adorable. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I know he matched my other sofa, but now I'm I'm kind of blushing. I'm like, oh, wow. Dreams come true. 
<laughs> I look like a dog. I mean, my my husband, like if you look at Django, if you if you look at his like around his mouth, one side of his under his chin is like this white stripe, just one stri- one side. And my husband's beard, he gets white hairs only on one side in a stripe, which is really weird. Isn't that weird? That so my husband weird. also doesn't get like salt and pepper grays in his beard and his hair hasn't turned gray it's like it's still very jet black but one side of lucky's beard gets white like a big white stripe like you know how stacy stacy london gets that beautiful like white gray stripe he gets a stripe in his beard there's a character in josie and the pussycats uh (laughs) do you remember that comic that she was like i don't remember but i remember the comic but i don't remember the character she was like a mean girl. I feel like she was either the villain or she was like their manager or something. And she usually had, the she... same thing: the manager and the villain. I <laughs> <laughs> was like the agent smoking in a room. The manager I get bad raps. <laughs> I oh yeah oh I used to love com- like comic books like Archie, Betty and Veronica, Jughead. Um, there's like a new CW show. Is, wait, is that even a thing? Is CW still a thing? I don't know. I don't there's, know. There's like a new show that's based on another comic that I used to love when I was a kid. Kate, Katie Keene, I think. Oh. She was like a fashion model and oh. you could How like drop you- pi- pictures of, of like what she should wear and like send them in. And if you oh. won, like the character would wear the outfit that you. Oh, cool. How did, yeah. you, get your, how did you get ex- get exposed to that? I don't know. Like, isn't aren't those comics from like the nineteen fifties? Like, isn't that like? First of all, um, I don't you know why you're not. being so judgmental. I'm in my sixties. <laughs> you look really good for your sixties, but those are like ye olde comics. I feel I, like. I mean, I like, don't. did someone give you that I, from a garage sale? Or I must have picked one up in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I must have found one in a store or something and then I like that I mean I know I just wasn't I I wasn't allowed to consume any media content hardly at all as a child yeah my husband is constantly like what like I was not allowed to watch peewee married with children the Simpsons I remember we were at a Walmart once and there was a um eat my shorts t-shirt and my mom (laughs) my mom covered my eyes and said look away Alicia look away <laughs> what no yeah. i get it i kind of get it like i don't think i was allowed to watch married with children and i was allowed to watch all sorts of stuff and my mom was just like that show is trash <laughs> um literally my husband would watch that show with his father Whoa. Like, yeah there were there, we were we were raised in totally different like kind of in kind of homes like that i mean i was just like so i was allowed to watch tv for 30 minutes i think after i did my homework starting at six o'clock i don't remember really and so i think i I watched like a few disney shows and we would go maybe once or twice ever to the movies ever and we watched a lot of sports um because my dad's a coach but i mean i have very so people constantly make references and i and i don't know what they mean at all but it's kind of it's kind of interesting because when i'm writing stuff or doing stuff i 
when I think of things, they're from like a weird, pure place because I don't have a frame of reference <laughs> for good or bad. But I start watching movies now, like Back to the Future. Like I had never seen certain ones and like my husband's obsessed with Back to the Future. So we'll watch it. And it's like he gets a kick out of the fact that I've never seen it before. You know, I watch Star Wars and um, Indiana Jones. We watch those a lot with my dad, but. I was a little bit like what you're describing, but with music, because my oh. mom would only listen to uh, classical classical music or opera. Really? And so I couldn't really relate to my peers about music, and I still can't, um, because I just wasn't really able to listen to I mean like new music wow why did your mom like opera was it like was she a, a goer or a singer was that just something that was in her both she was an opera singer uh, oh my gosh I didn't know that that's incredible I yeah. love opera. I'm like a huge opera fan I'm obsessed no way with opera. oh yeah I love opera so much like I don't sing it but I love going I love the opera I, Me I really too. Talk. oh my gosh why I used to have tickets to LA opera when they were there like I had season tickets awesome. I literally would like beg people to go with me and people what? would not go with me oh my god I will always go with okay, you you're my number one opera person now yes! for now okay, good. when they're back up when live when live music comes back I loved going that oh my makes God. me so happy Ari Ari and I like opera although <laughs> we like more like a tra traditional opera but uh, like La Triviata types yeah, fuck yeah yeah <laughs> if it's if it's Italian I'm down me but too. Uh, <laughs> but um his parents love like modern uh modern opera and How it's weird. It's very like both have parents who like opera. That's so funny. Yeah, my, my whole like I feel like a huge part of my childhood was just watching, like as a small child, uh, watching opera and then having my mom just whisper to me what was happening. <laughs> oh, that's so special. In fact, when I was like a newborn, she brought me to rehearsal and oh. um. And I guess she was trying to, you know, sing. And opera is very loud. Yeah. Um, if when you're like close to it, like you're supposed to be able to hear it at the back of like an auditorium, right? But if you're right next to it, like it's like a bullhorn. It's mm -hmm. loud. And uh, and I was a, a newborn, and I was crying. Uh, and so she picked me up and uh, was singing, you know, loudly like an opera singer. And I apparently I fell asleep immediately. I was just oh, like, oh, great. Oh, I love that. That explains so I – lo I love – no, I can't believe I didn't know this about you. It's incredible. Me neither. I, I like – I in the first time I was totally non-exposed to opera, and I heard opera somewhere maybe once like in college casually and at like at a gallery and was like, what are – what is this? I swear to God. I like literally had never – when I went to college to study theater in New York, I had been to one play outside of my school. Oh, wow. And I, yeah. I'd oh, been to wow. one play and it was at the college. And I had never – and I'd been to like a museum for like children's museum, right? Oh. I was like so unexposed to anything. So I went and I went to um, – I studied abroad in Australia. And 
I was like, oh, the Sydney Opera House. Like, this is where I go to see opera. So I stood in line. I got like a $20 <laughs> ticket, you know, a rush ticket. And I had my like, you know, college fancy clothes on, like some dress. I probably got it at a flea market. <laughs> and I was standing next to this woman who was like the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life. She had a fur on and jewels. Like she looked like a, like a queen, like a queen. And she was like, started talking to me and she had this accent. And then she was like, my husband can't make it would you like to come and be my guest <gasps> and I always would have I, I feel so fortunate because I always have these situations I always do where I end up in this in some kind of splendor because I feel like I say yes to the universe and I said <laughs> yes to this lady and she her husband was the ambassador for Australia from Turkey oh and, my God. Had, no, and we sat like fifth row <gasps> in the orchestra in for my very first time seeing the opera and I, and it was the elixir of love, which is not my favorite, but I had never seen opera live. And I was sobbing and she <sighs> gave me her handkerchief. <laughs> it was like, she had oh, a handkerchief. Cause she had a handkerchief in like She's her all class. She was so classy. And I was like, oh. and she had opera, um, Glasses. Opera glasses, and in the, the fifth time, row. I know, in the fifth row. She, had, she was like, mm, she didn't really use them, but she had them. You know, she had them as like an accessory. You know, like a beautiful accessory. And then I fell in love with opera. And the first present my now husband gave me was a pair of opera glasses. And I was like, this guy gets me. Oh, I know oh that I'm in love with opera. I've been in love, like. And I went to Italy to like go study it, not the singing, but the performance. <gasps> and I would go all over like to go to see different places. Like I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And I hope I can't wait. I love that story of you with your mom because we take Indiana to so many shows. She's grown <gasps> up backstage and in shows. Yes. And I cannot wait to take her to opera and musicals. Like I can't wait. Have your kids gone to see opera yet? <sighs> no. I don't think so. It's exciting then. Yeah. The, I think the, they really haven't done – we haven't taken them to a ton of theater yet. I mean, they've seen a lot of like improv shows for kids. They've been yeah. to a bunch of those at like Second City. Mm. And they've been to like The Nutcracker a few times. <gasps> oh, that's nice. But that's like the closest – oh, and, and they've been to like, you know, Bob Baker Marionette Theater. I um, still haven't taken Indiana. I can't it's wait. It's super fun and it's like super kitschy. And mm -hmm. for for people outside of LA, it's this this guy guy Bob Baker. Bob mm. Baker. Yeah, I was gonna say Bob Barker, like span new to your pets. Um, Bob <laughs> Baker, <laughs> like what? Like made all these like amazing marionettes, and so these younger people now kind of carry that legacy and. Um, and they, they do shows all the time and it's like old school marionette puppetry and, um, the, the sh you would love it. Your husband would love it. I can't um, wait. I mean, like, remember they were going to shut it down and now it's mm -hmm. in that beautiful new space on York, right? I haven't seen the new space yet. Oh, when the pandemic's over, we are going. <laughs> so much theater, so much theater. So things. Our kids are going to be like, what? We just wanted to go to Disney in the world. <laughs> yeah. Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney. I don't, I forget. But yeah, I've been I've been wanting to see like, oh man, I've been hankering, yeah, to like go to uh, a performance and like right. see an opera, watch a ballet, go to a oh. fucking museum. Oh yeah, Alicia, when I was a little kid, I think 
I don't know how old I was. Um, I was probably like five. I think my mom brought me on an opera tour once. No. Yeah. <gasps> Betsy, and- this is so wonderful. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. We drove around in wow. a van from like venue to venue. And I remember wow. um, when I was growing up, my mom had all of these um, male opera singer friends who were all – gay and so we would always call them crazy uncle whatever their name was Aww. so crazy uncle eddie uh cra- crazy uncle you know paul or whatever crazy and uncle so- mark was probably there our, our bear <laughs> <laughs> he was the driver um, yeah so it would be like my mom and me and a bunch of crazy uncles and of course like such inappropriate people for me to be hanging out with because they were all like opera singers and like body and dirty and inappropriate which is probably why I'm so inappropriate um just or as a- probably the best thing I mean do you think because basically I'm putting my child almost through the exact same thing <laughs> you're saying, like tra- like we travel around her with, with her around the world right with a band full of guys I'm the only female and then we often travel all through Asia with a band full of men from the Amsterdam who are like these giant, giant men and the Chinese crew that are mostly men. And it's all like, God, you know, we do stuff for kids, but then there's still guys who are in um, the other bands, especially are in like bands, other bands outside of that, you know, and they're session musicians and they're, they're musicians, you know? And so I hope you're saying I'm not ruining my child. (laughs) No, no. <laughs> or was it the best experience of your life with all the crazy uncles? It was super, it. yes. It was super fun. It was oh, that's so memorable. Special. I remember we we stayed at a motel that had a vibrating bed. I think I feel like that says it all, right? <laughs> like you put a fucking quarter in it. Like it sounds like a joke. Oh. But it is was a real thing. Uh I love and, that. and yeah, when I was a kid, I used to like I remember I was at so many like rehearsals and I would just play in the aisles of the Where were you when the show was happening? Like did you did you have like someone watch you or did you have to stay on the wings or do you remember were you in the green room? Um let's see. I think I think on that tour I was always in the yeah, like in the in the green room like makeup hair area. Yeah. Cuz I remember I those like foam heads that wigs are on, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, in opera, there's like wigs for days. Like it's all like crazy wigs because um, everyone's got crazy hair. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was, I would play around. I would just like, there was nothing to do. And I remember, you know, they had those like mirrors on either side of the wall and it would just like go, it would look like the mirrors mm. went forever and ever. Yes. But I remember there were all these like those pins that those weird pins that you oh pin. yeah straight pins like the, the yeah ones they're just... like a big metal pin with sort mm-hmm. of like a square at the end mm-hmm. and that that's you pin them uh the wigs to those foam heads and I guess I remember I put a bunch I sort of like outlined the the <laughs> like the eyes and the mouth with those pins and I remember my mom was so disturbed like you it was as if someone was like and by the way your daughter's a serial killer like she was so disturbed like it was like it was probably voodoo looking to her I think she was just like why would you ever put pins (laughs) 
in <laughs> eyes. I don't know. It was just a foam. It, I mean, it was like white. It didn't have any. <laughs> and you were like, uh, I mean, <laughs> I can imagine it perfectly. Like coming back to the dressing room and you're sitting there with all the straight pins. Like what, mama? What? I mean, imagine though you, there were no iPads. There were no smartphones. No. How many things of how many coloring books could you have had back there so i, remember, I see so it as a boring. great story of you being resourceful and creative and that's where it led to your like an incredible imagination Thank of you. being a slightly i mean you could play a serial killer now so i mean she added to your range i am a little demented i will I, you know i won't lie but i don't know but also i probably am more demented because my mom because i got such a rise out of her she was right. so shocked and appalled um but yeah i have i have great memories of uh of hanging out like i love that in that world it. that makes me feel really happy for you and for like you know all the all the different alternative lifestyles we as like parents take our kids like you know we're all doing our thing especially now that we're all stuck together mm. but it, it, that was such a special time that you got to spend concentrated i'm sure with your mom you know, mm-hmm. and it's uh, so impactful. I, I mm-hmm. think that's really cool. Really wonderful. Yeah. Well, we should probably wrap it up. We are doing, Betsy, you're doing <laughs> such a good job. You are doing an amazing job. Not oh. only are you navigating this weird space that is no space while people touching you and bothering you and not able to get one thought, but you're being kind and generous and thoughtful and sharing with us and making everyone feel more joy and light. And I hope tonight when the, when the house gets quiet, that you can just think every abstract thought and an us weekly will land on your doorstep. <laughs> you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you, Alicia. I mean it. I mean it. Thank you. I needed to hear that probably more than I realized. Thank you. Oh, you are doing an amazing job. Not only were you doing everything that you were doing, but you were also like keeping your husband safe and your, your daughter safe and, you know, putting yourself at risk and, and doing so much extra work just to make sure that they were safe. I mean, that t- I, I see you. That takes so much extra mental effort and physical effort and planning. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. And if, and a lot of that is like invisible work. You know what I mean? Yes. That's and really I'm, I'm just like, I, I see you and I am amazed and in awe and um oh, I love you friend that's really nice Aww. thank you thank you well Alicia it's so fun um tell everybody what they should check out oh yes um you should go to my Instagram which I never say but it's I'm like I am Alicia Gaddis and because my book comes out my newest book comes out I think in like two weeks the mama's milk a journal for nursing and weaning mothers and then soon i'm voicing a character on um, a new pbs show called um, pandemic playhouse (gasps) and yeah and it's all puppets and it's really creative and amazing it's kind of for older kids i'd say like six to five to 
10, maybe really about dealing with COVID and quarantining and homeschool and emotions. And it's smart. We have like guests that are real astronauts and interest, like all these guests and the puppets are, it's just really wonderful. And um, so I I hope that everyone can watch it and that their kids can, you know, relate to it because people have worked really hard and all remotely. It's been done in quarantine. So it's really special. Yeah. So I'd love if, you know, I hope these things help people out if they can, you know, so that sounds really cool. I think my kids would really like that. I, I think I need that. I need to know how to manage my emotions. <laughs> right. Every time I'm like, whoa, I'm, I learn so much. I play this character Facty. Like I have a brother named Fakie and Fakie's always making up fake news. And I'm, oh. a, I'm a, yeah. And I'm a tablet. And like, I'm always like, well, actually, you know, like this is actual facts about the coronavirus. This is actual facts about this kind of spread. Like this, blah blah blah. Like I totally typecasting. Fakey's <laughs> like a mansplainer. Is that what yeah. you meant? Yes, right. And then fa- Fakey's like, dude, Justin Bieber's related to a Sasquatch. It says so on the internet. I'm like, what's the source? Oh my brother? god, <gasps> is it teaching kids critical thinking? Betsy, you're so much better at describing this show than I am. <laughs> it is that is exactly what it's doing. It's teaching critical thinking and emotional That's awareness. Huge. It's teaching how to be how to how when you're isolated, how to actually be a part of a community. It's very good. It's really great. So I, I'm excited. That sounds amazing. Uh, Pandemic yes. Playhouse. When yes. does it come out? Supposedly in the next few weeks. There was some production. Oh issues by the time this goes out then hopefully it'll be out yeah we're working on the third episode right now it's already filmed but i'm doing some overdub stuff alicia i came to this like realization recently that i think the difference between um (laughs) like humanity (laughs) succeeding and humanity not succeeding in the future yeah is teaching our children critical thinking I think uh, so much of what is going on in in our in our country, uh, uh, so much that so, so much that is happening in our country that's negative and mm-hmm. that is like going to um, negatively impact humanity mm-hmm. um, globally. I think a lot of it has to do with n- not learning critical thought. Um, you know, not being able to parse out what is real and what is a lie and what is credible, what is not credible, Mm -hmm. um, and, and thinking for yourself instead of being spoon fed, you know, um, facts or, or opinions, um, but really, you know, parsing it out for yourself. I, I, I truly, it is 100% so important. Yeah. And it takes the deep digging, you know, and it's hard to deep dig when we're exhausted. So it's like, it's so yeah. important to teach our kids. You're right. To teach our kids that and to, to continue sharing and, and investigating as adults too. Like, what am I being fed? fed? What do I actually really think? What do I right. really believe? What have I been taught versus who I am in this moment? You know, and is it for the good of humanity? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I know that I've had to be very purposeful in like I'll catch myself reading something online and I'll get all worked up Mm. and then I'll look and see like what the you know who what it's from and then I'm like oh well that's a fucking (laughs) 
brag. Mm. Like the thing that the, the the website that's reporting this, like it, they're not credible. Like, like BuzzFeed, should I really get my information? <laughs> I'll like go like through and I'll be like, who who runs this company? Who owns them? Like I'll fucking look all that shit up. And oh, a lot I of times that. you're like, oh, this is. It's so biased. And oh, that's important to hear. You know, that's important. I'm glad you shared that, you know, like where, who owns that, who does this, you know? Yeah. Like what is their, what is their reasoning for possibly having us think a certain way? Mm. Um, so yeah. Agreed. And, uh, you know, our education system in America, it's a little underfunded and kind of fucked. So, I, so yeah, I, I realized recently talking to my kids about, about, um, uh, critical thinking that, that I have a lot to work to, I have a lot of work to do with them because mm-hmm. they will say like, oh, I saw this online. And so it is fact. And, and I'm like, well, no. And especially when it comes to like, you know, tricky grown ups and shit like that. Um, yeah. you know, like being catfished by creepy adults and stuff. Right. Like all of that stuff is inner, you know, it's interconnected. Yeah. Anyway, I could Agreed. go on. I agree. I love that. I love talking about that. But you're right. That's exactly the skill set that's needed. And I hadn't even really thought about that angle of the the whole show. I, I was just kind of like, oh, this is about this, this, you know, it's about COVID and helping kids and quarantining. But you're exactly right. Breaking it down, I guess my, you know, the critical thinking of fact versus fiction and what that is to anyone and then actually getting the actual facts and creating your own opinion mm. about that. It's so important to teach our kids, right? Super like duper. And, and have them keep asking questions, yes. even though it's as annoying as hell. Like, because I that is like free thinking and it's yes. important and that's how innovation happens and yes. that's one of the big like basic tenets of what our country was even founded on mm-hmm. so we need to hear here <laughs> oh, I hear I'm done with my voiceover can I do what snakes and ladders how about this what you lay on my bed you be very quiet, and I'm going to finish up my show right now. Okay. Okay. Never getting her own thought. <laughs> Never. Yeah, it's recording you just a little bit, but you have to be very quiet, okay? Real cute, but never left alone. My child's standing right here staring at me. I'm holding up a finger like, shh. Well, then let's wrap it up. I um, love you, Betsy. Alicia, I love you, too. Thank you. Thank I, you so much wonderful. for coming on on the show and being my my guest co-host today. I love having you on and uh, everyone listening. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, check out uh, the Why Mommy Drinks Patreon. My hope is to uh, get some new stuff happening over there real soon, so that it'll be more exciting um, and more beneficial to you. Um, okay. So anyway. Hey, you at home, it's, it's, uh, it's okay to not be okay. And you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. 
So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.